So how, how many of you are here tonight because you knew this was on? Stick your hands up. How many of you are here tonight and you had no clue this was on? We are very, very <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, we've, good. We've ruined, All right. We've ruined your night. Can we call Wayne? Sorry about that. Yeah, let's get Wayne. Come Wayne, on, Wayne. Wayne Maxwell. Let's hear it for Wayne. Now, when uh, I rang Wayne a couple of weeks ago and said, we want to do this, and uh, <laughs> Wayne said, who the fuck are you? And, then <laughs> and after that, we, uh, we were kind of all right. It should be working. Is it on? There you go. Yep, yep, yep. I'm on. All right, you're on. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, thank you, mate, for, for doing this. This is, uh, is going to be good fun. I think it's the other way around. It's a bit of an honour due to uh, media icons up here. <laughs> Well, we're hardly Have you guys, do you guys know the stats? Uh, the, you know, Portugal, Romania. Mate, we're, we're big everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we're number seven in uh, Romania. That's not fucking bad. So, uh, so what we're going to do tonight, we're going to ask Wayne a bunch of questions. We're recording. We're live now. So uh, if you guys want to scream out swear words, be my guest. Um, and then once Wayne and uh, once uh, Bori and I are finished asking him stupid questions, we're going to throw it open to the floor. So I've got a little walk no, you around don't, You don't often here. get a chance to, to, to ask questions of a, a bona fide Australian superbike champ like Wayne Gardner, Wayne Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. I need, a few, I need a few more beers to turn in. Uh, one, one of the questions is about Wayne Gardner. I think, <laughs> I think you've thrown right. yourself. Right, Should we go. start? Should we let's start? Go. Let's go. Oh, Fredo sends his apologies, by the way. He's... Not with us tonight, but we, um, we've sent Fredo on it. He's got a bit of a project this weekend because yeah. uh, MotoGP's on this weekend. By the way, we've asked the publican to put qualifying on for you when we finish, so uh, you'll be able to watch motorbikes all night. Okay, so Wayne, Wayne, clearly everyone here, and especially myself, because I don't much care about them. Tell me how this this riding a bike faster than anyone else started. Were, were you some like rat bastard kid? tearing around Wollongong and it was the police who nudged you towards motorcycle racing? Well, um, when I was quite young, uh, I have uh, two older sisters and an older brother, so I was quite young and my sisters, one had a Wee and one had a QR50 and so they would like ride us around and set up stop signs and stuff, but that was so slow, I would fall asleep, <laughs> so slow. So when I got old enough, I was like, maybe I should try this myself. So, um, so when yeah. you say older, how, how old were you? Uh, I think I was about four, so... Four. Caught the front brake lever on so the fence. So if any of you are thinking of stepping into motorcycle racing at this age, think again. <laughs> yeah. On. Yeah, so yeah, I caught the brake lever on the fence. I remember yeah. that. Got abused by my old man, probably most likely. And then, um, yeah, then that's how it started, mate. All right, good. Barry, you know, Barry you've, you've got an issue with Wayne's nickname, I don't totally, you? Totally, totally. The, the whole nickname thing, whoever gave you that, like the whole nickname business, the Wayne Train. Did you do that yourself? Mate? It, make, it makes you sound like a, <laughs> it makes him sound like a party girl at a clubhouse. <laughs> Who gave you that? Uh, I think it, your, might have been, it, was either, it was might have been Waters. It could be Josh Waters actually. Oh, right? That'd be like, right. But yeah, Man, I gave but surely you, mine, I, mine, mine is not worse than Mad Mike. What mad, the fuck mad, is yeah. mad about Mike? Yeah. Fuck all is mad about Man, him. I, I, <laughs> I, I gave you, I, I gave you a great, wild. a great nickname. I called you Max uh, Wayne, the Axe Maxwell. Yeah, well, you know. that probably came a bit later, though. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I, I mean, I only found out who you were about a week ago, anyway. <laughs> you know, and like that—that's a good name. It inspires fear, and you know, speaking of inspiring fear, 
can we briefly recap that incident where you taught Hector Faubel some manners back in 2010? Because <laughs> that's like you became everyone's spirit animal that day, right? <laughs> I tell you what, it was I the greatest thing I'd ever seen, right? But to, to set that up a little bit, to, yeah. in fairness, yeah, t- tell them how it happened. Well, you you qualified eleventh for Moto Two, so this is this was Wayne's gig in Moto Two at Phillip Island. On a it was a guest ride. You'd qualified eleventh. Ant West was there. Alex Cudlin was there. Yeah, you qualified in front of them. You qualified in front of Tom Lucy, in front of all these guys that had big careers in in Moto Two. And then, how far did you get? Five corners. Uh, and a half. And a half. Five and a half. Six. I like to say. I like to say turn six. Turn six. Yeah. Siberia. So, yeah. so what, 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 for the people who didn't see it, what, what did Faubo actually do? Pissed me off. Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no, the main... Well, so it, it started, it was a build-up. So it started early on. Um, uh, every lap, like saying practice or calling, every lap down the front straight, so I get slipstreamed, get around the back, and most of the guys, and they just sit up. Like, you see it now on all the TV. So it was like a build-up. And um, I was talking to Westy, and he's like, oh, just be careful, they're not, like, normal. And I was like, honestly, if someone hits me, I'll knock him out. So being sort of a person that's fairly true to my word, I didn't knock him out. But no, I, no. But I tried. It was beautiful. Did you get him right, right between the visor? I thought, oh, yes. Glorious. Right. Can I go back a year before that? Because you had one of the biggest, fastest crashes I have ever seen at Phillip Island. It was lap one, superbike race, turn, turn, just coming into turn 12, and you were leading... And there was water across the track between turn 11 and turn 12, and you've hit it at full noise, and the thing just spat you. I, I reckon you must have gone about 300 metres before you stopped. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I do remember it. I do remember. Um, yeah, look, it's, that, was, um, yeah, that was a premature end to a short of what would have been probably a good weekend and maybe started some momentum. But look, um, I thought I backed off. But then when I watch it back, oh, I don't think I backed off. So I don't, I don't think my, my, mate, my mate down the back there, he was fighting for the championship old Allen as well. And um, yeah, it was a pretty pretty sad day for, for us that day actually. So we handed that one away. But um, look, it was a, look, uh, yeah, it was it was a very big crash. I broke my broke my leg and my foot and some other stuff. I tried to ride the second race to redeem and try to help Glenn, but I had nothing. So I just went straight to the um, straight to the beers that one, mate. <laughs> mate, look, I I have stalked you up a bit on 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 Facebook and and the internet thing, and in in that thing it says that your hero is Wayne Gardner, right? So is that a Wollongong thing? Do you, do you have to, does he have to be a hero because you're from Wollongong, or uh, like I grew up in a time in, in so first we'll just we'll just wind it back a bit, right? So I was born in um, October 1982, and um, my um, I have t-shirts older than you. <laughs> <laughs> do they still fit? <laughs> but if I stretch them, yeah. But uh, no, um. So, yeah, so I, I wound back, yeah, so I wound back. So um, I, I'm not sure of the exact date of the cash doll, 6 hour in 1982. You'd be able to tell me the winner. You've been a pretty good motorcycling fan. Rossi. No, there's, a, there's other people that race motorbikes. No, there is, not really. <laughs> no, no. no um, and so, yeah, Wayne Gardner and Wayne Clark, both from Wollongong, won the cash doll, 6 hour. So, um, yeah, so that's how I ended up with my name. Okay. So, yeah, so um, being the fourth child, I think my... My um, parents have run out of interest. Run out of names. Run out of names, interests. <laughs> there wasn't all these fancy names back around then. So, yeah, that's how I got my name. And then, obviously, um, he's had the family business and they helped yeah. us. And I used to go there. And, yeah, that's how I got cool. to know. Good. But um, Absolutely fine. back then, he was when I was in 1980, in the 80s, when I probably accepted him as my favourite rider, he was probably half all right then, I think. 
We won't go into that because he sues everybody, right? Um, He's had a couple of cracks at us. Yeah. But we've got no money. <laughs> Look, what, what, I'm curious to know, like, tell us a bit about behind the scenes at the ASBK, right? Like, are there lifelong friendships? Are there lifelong enemies, you know? Does what happened on the track stay on the track or do you go home and shit on the guy's sort of lawn and, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, vandalise his car? And I would really love to be able to say what I always want to say. <laughs> I would I like, yeah. Well, you're really, retiring this year, so. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. 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 We're, we're all friends here. Yeah, a little bit. But, no, look, I, I would love to say that, but uh, karma, karma can – I don't really have any real superstition, but I mean, it turn, it's not really karma because if you're going to crash and break your arm, you're going to fucking crash and break your arm. So, um, but, yeah, it turns around and then you look, you know, the perception, everyone wants to get back to you. So I try to stick – and spending most of my years riding for a manufacturer, I've always – now at the moment, I don't ride for a manufacturer. I have no manufacturer support, no connection. So, um, yeah, we are just a private outfit, so it's good. I can say what I want. I don't have to worry about the phone ringing. Like, every time after a MotoGP, normally on Monday when I rode for Honda, Paul Free would ring me on a Monday. <laughs> I hadn't slept. I'd be like, uh, hello? I think, what the hell have I done last night? But J- no, Japan I, is cool. Uh, yeah. They're not happy. Yeah, I was like, oh, I did have a few. I lost a couple of hours there late last night. I'm not sure. But, no, mate, yeah, so those, so those times have uh, stayed embedded in me, so I try to keep it professional. But, um, is, is Glenn Allison really as angry as he seems? <laughs> um, don't yeah, don't yeah, you he, laugh, he, Epis. No, no, he is. He is. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he's got a light switch. He does. When, when he, yeah, he doesn't, turn, he, doesn't, he doesn't turn on people. He turns on situations. Well, maybe Ar- he might have turned on Arthur a little bit, but... Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. But look, no, he's yeah, yeah. If you're in, if you're in his group, you're all right. But if all right. Yeah, if he doesn't like you, who's who's the nicest bloke on the grid in superbikes? Uh, apart from your good self, apart from you, yeah. Uh, Hamish McMurray, probably. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd probably, it would have to be Nath. It would have to be Nath. Nath is probably the nicest. Yeah. Nath is the nicest guy. He's all right. He's good. Look, I, just, I, I want to ask you something out of level. I've been asking around today. This is, this is a question that, as a Superbike champion, only you may answer. Can you tell me what the K stands for in ASBK? <laughs> no one seems to know. What the fuck is that? Well, it's, it's, a, it's the abbreviation for Superbike, Australian SBK, but, like World WF. Matt, what does the K stand for? What does it stand Australian for? Australian A, Super, yes, S, no, no, but super- B... But bike. It's called World SBK. So what does the K stand for in that? I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. I, I, I don't know either. So they just seen that and copied it, I think. Uh, yeah. Are there any officials here from MA? There is yeah, a couple. Yeah, I, I can see you hiding your head over there. We're going to have a lengthy conversation I did see, about... I did see Sam and Sam. Where's Sam? Maddie. Sam, Maddie. Is Sam no, here? Put your Sam hand up here. Oh, oh, there there, she is. Right there She's of... hiding. All you, all you guys from our pit crew that got the free tickets, that's Sam down there. Yeah, she she's or, good, yeah. She organised them for us. Thank you, Sammy. All right, let, let's, let's step briefly away from the um, ASBK thing. I'd be, I'd be very interested to hear your views on the current state of the MotoGP paddock because we are essentially a MotoGP podcast. As we know, Marquez, you know, sort of turned up yesterday, free practice one and two, and I don't know, you obviously haven't seen it, you were racing, right? I don't know if you know how no, fast you. Yeah, you've seen it. We watched it. We watched the first one, and um, in 
like as to cut a comeback after 260 or whatever the days yeah, were yeah, yeah. in patchy wet arm. conditions on arm. yeah patchy wet conditions on a 300 horsepower motorbike and just wheel it down in there across the water patches is pretty ballsy yeah. how do you th- how do you think you'll go um tomorrow uh from all reports the track's very physical um so that it'll be an old learning get a little bit easier for him from here on in i feel um so yeah it's it's really good but so good to have him back and imagine absolutely how yeah. old pole felt <laughs> <laughs> no i was, I was watching it you know, watching fv fv1 and you know marquez could have done one of two things he would come out and done nothing or he could have come out and done everything and he came out and did everything and, and everyone died a little bit you know me his face was like, oh fuck you know Everyone's going, fuck, he's back, you know. And he is back. Well, good on him. Good stuff. Yeah, but me went and got a cuddle from his mum. So <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> it would have been a long queue, I'd imagine, but for the cuddle, the cuddle from his mum. <laughs> we, we mentioned Paul a second go, ago. We're not going there. We mentioned Paul a second ago. Um, have you met the Spargo brothers? Uh, not, not only in passing. Never, oh, never right. had a conversation. Oh, right. I was just curious whether they're as big a pricks as they seem. or Everybody tells us they're pricks. Yeah, I, 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 no, 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 no. Stay I, out of that yeah, one. No, 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 no. I knew I would say yes okay. or no. No, no, I don't know. It, this next question is yours, Barry. This is about your your hero. Who your apart life. from Valentino Rossi is your favourite MotoGP racer, and why? Well, I mean, um, obviously that's I, enough, all right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. if Valentino retired five years ago, he oh. would probably still be my oh. favourite. No, nah, like I mean, it's it's um, yeah, it, it, we we get compared, sports get compared, sure. things get compared so much, and until you've won more than he has or contributed more to the sport, you can't knock him. So yeah. the only one that could really look down on him is probably Marquez, could maybe make a passing judgment, but uh, everyone else with what he's done for our sport, he's he's, well, I mean, he's still the king in my eyes. Great. I mean, you you may have seen you know Pedro Acosta, who's the, the rookie in Moto Three. Um, the, the amazing ride that he did the other week. As a racer yourself, can you explain just what an amazing feat it would be to start from pit lane and then hunt those people down, especially when there's no difference in effective difference in horsepower on those bikes? How difficult was what he did? How amazing was that? Oh, it's 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 only I don't think I don't think anyone has ever won from pit lane. Only rear of the grid. I'm pretty. I'm pretty yeah, rear of the grid. We've, the, we've seen the, that. Rear of yeah. the grid, but pit lanes are not. To go into turn one and not be able to see them, and then have to try to whoever he was in front of him at the start that thought he was going to be the fastest guy yeah, there yeah. when he got smoked and rode off into the distance. Yeah, and he's I, a he's a rookie. He's I, a rookie. I, yeah, I, I think it's an unrepeatable. If you had to say if they had a third race there and they said <laughs> right, I start a bit further back, have another. But yeah, it's just one. He just had that day and uh, yeah, but it's unreal. It's something he'll never forget. That's for sure. No, he certainly is um some someone to watch. As so you're, you're hanging up the boots at the end of the year? Or is it helmet or glove? I don't know. What do, we, what do we say in motorcycle? Hanging up the helmet? I don't know. Any, any chance we can get you to do another couple of years? Or you just, how do you know? How do you know it's... How, yeah, how do you know it's time to hang it up? Uh, I guess um, last year through COVID, I really, I really enjoyed my time with my, um, with my family, to be honest. It was, um, it was pretty... It was a really... Like, I, I, we, I did work a fair bit and stuff, but... Just not having that pressure and, you know, at the start I got really, I started to get angry at the start because I seen that in Queensland they were all riding and, you know, the fire blade was coming and it was going to be the, the, the killer. Um, and then um, obviously, you know, and then I, you hear about lap times, they're always overinflated. So I just had to rely on my experience and go, it's all bullshit. We'll see you at the next one. And um, yeah, so that time was tough, but I just knew, 
yeah, I knew it was time. It's honestly a ma- it's a massive effort that goes into our team. As I said earlier, we have no we have no um, no factory support, no whatever. There's so many people that donate their time, their finances, and everything. And I can't I can't keep stretching that. And and also, I've had I've had my time. Um, yeah, I've way exceeded a little kid from Wollongong, whatever I was going to be. So um, yeah. Well, I think I think you know that you say that I'm you know I'm I'm of the view that you know the Australian races at your level and, and generally everyone who does race to Australia have to be some of the most committed human beings to the sport in the world. I mean the distances you guys travel to race. I mean where you going Hidden Valley next? Now, that's in fucking Darwin. That's like you know they, in in Spain they all race within you know all the tracks are within like half an hour of each other. You guys have to travel like four days to go to Darwin and it's back down. You know the next next place you're going to, that's just an astonishing commitment. You know, I don't think a lot of people realise how how much money and effort and time that takes and organisation. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely does. And without the group of guys, they're all sitting over there. Most of them, Craig's out. Craig's actually gone back to Sydney to get some parts, so that's his that's his commitment yeah. tonight. He's gone. <laughs> it's over just three hundred k drive. Yeah, to get he's marked. gone back there, so you know what I mean. So that's 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 where they're committed. But that that that's unsustainable without the finances, if you know what I mean. And yeah, that's it. And and every everyone in the front. And to think that I could just, you know, go take the foot off the throat a little bit and cut back and s- still compete with the likes of Herfoss and the other guys at the front and everyone, basically anyone in the top ten, um, I'd be kidding myself. And I'm not prepared to throw away my name for that. So what are you going to do now? Are you going to like open a ranch and train Spaniards and Italians, you know, <laughs> to, to compete against each other? Or uh, what do you want to do? Tell us. No, nah, look, obviously I love, it's given me so much, not only like this, it's given me so much about my life, motorbike racing, so um, it's made me, like it's gotten me to now, it's very cliche and all those things, but it's, it is, you know, it's always, that's given us, it's given us all something, hasn't it? It's like addictive, um, but, you know, obviously I import Ovali into Australia, um, Dawn have announced the race series for 10 to 14 Right, yeah, we'll talk about that So shortly. yeah, so, so, so that, that's my plan, that's the passion, and um, I want to try to give back something. We, we were just discussing about running the team. Over there before next year, putting someone young on it. But um, so you're you're not actually stepping away. You'll still be there gonna, in the uh, paddock. Who's someone that's disappeared? And never, I'm not like someone that's disappeared, and never going to be found found again. I, I love it too much, and um, I know I'm going to have moments next year where I'll probably have the yard stick out a fair bit. <laughs> I'm saying I would have done that. Oh, what's that doing? But um, no, nah, look, I love it, and I can't wait. So you, you mentioned Ovale. You know, yeah, us, so, you, so you're bringing in these overlay bikes. Tell us about these and what the, what's the plan? This is only relatively new in yeah. Australia. So what's what's the plan with these things? But it's obviously adult riders can use them to train on and, and obviously for the kids it's going to be a, a big step for them to have a bike like that with gears and all that sort of stuff to train on? Yeah, we've seen. So I import Ovali with um, Nick and Dim, a couple of mates, a couple of Greeks. I got in a business with a couple of Greeks. You idiots. So, no, no, they're, no, they're all right. They're, they're honest. You can always. Tub, Tubbs hates wogs. He's like that. <laughs> I'm surrounded by him. I'm taking away from you. Yes, <laughs> uh, to my Greek friends. He always win, win them over with a cheap Suvalaki. They're, right, they're all good. Nah, look, it's um, look. So yeah, so look, we're we're, we're um, yeah, we're in there together. They're hugely passionate motorcycle fans. Obviously, I understand the industry, but they've got a business mind. So it, it's actually a great combination. Um, so look, uh, moving forward. Dawn have announced a class for 10 to 14 year olds on 160. They have three different models, 110, 160, 190. Um, and so, look, to be able to give back and make it easier, the, the pathway easier. So, because really, without now, without, without basically 200,000 euro for five years in Europe, you ain't becoming Jack Miller because that's what they spent. I know he had to commit to it and he's a fantastic talent, but 
if he had a better platform here, how good could Jack Miller be? Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's, that's what I want to create. I want to create an easier pathway, um, give back something, and um, yeah, and then hopefully that's for 10 to 14-year-olds. Hopefully be able to start it for the younger guys because I think seven's when we really need to get going. And yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I, th- I actually think one of the great things about them is the wheel size. So I had a lot of conversations with guys like Tony Hatton and, and people that have been around bringing juniors through for a long time in the sport. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Tony's one of those guys that has always said we shouldn't be putting the kids on 17-inch wheels too early. And, and putting them on 17-inch wheels at, at 12 years old is probably a bit too early for some of these kids because they're not real big and they probably need to be racing on 12-inch wheels or something along those lines for a while just to get the experience on tar before they go stepping up onto the bigger bikes. And I think that's where these things fit in. Like it gives them a smaller bike that can they can ride on cart tracks. So you're not looking for track time on, on big tracks all the time. It's takes the expense out of it. I, I think it's a great move. I think they'll be fantastic. Yeah, I'd say it's, it's, look, obviously, obviously I have a vested interest in it, but I, it's, it's really helped. It's really reinvigorated my, my riding quite a bit. I've felt it. I've seen other guys come along, wherever it is over there. Joe, he's really, like, embraced it, and he, I train with those guys a fair bit. So to see other people improve, and um, at, at the end of it, we're all not going to be a world champion, but to see... To see people improve and at least reach, reach their potential without burning, selling their house and their soul yep. is, is for me what Well, no, look, it, it, this is the chance to push this kind of stuff. So if, if someone has a kid, you know, who wants to get into this, do they get in touch with you or how does it work? Yeah, get in touch with myself or you know, anyone from O'Valley. It doesn't really matter. So that's, that, that's, that's, the, right. that's the main game. Look, we've got test ride bikes and yeah. stuff and there'll be announcements and we're locking in tracks to start the series Next year and um, great yeah, stuff. I'm, I'm excited. I think, I think me and Boris should come to Melbourne and have a race on some. What do you yeah, I'm, I'm sure you think that Boris' racing days are over. You heard about my racing career, didn't you? Yeah, it lasted three yeah, corners. It lasted no, no, no. I got to lap eleven at Easter oh, Creek. Oh, did you lap eleven? Yeah. And, and then you complained about you crashed because of cold tires. And on I lap face, 11. No, no, I face planted right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting colder. Just shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Took them out of the warmers and they just got colder and colder after that. Hey, what, what speaking was- of kids. <laughs> the last MotoGP, there was obviously the incident with um, Joao Mir and, and Jack Miller, right? And as Facebook is wont to do, all the Facebook fans lost their lost their minds, right? And particularly the South Africans. South, Bory and I are on a, a Facebook yeah, page. South, South African, African fans of MotoGP. You have never seen a bigger bunch of wank stains in your entire life than these fucking yarpies. They are, they're hilarious. Christ. They're hilarious because they're hilarious. They, know, they know nothing about it. They've all come to it to MotoGP because Brad Binder, right? So before that, when was the last South African? Anton Cork Bellington Anton in 1327, yeah. Changes, yeah, that's right. Changes. So now Maybe they're all, and, and they're all experts. But they're all experts, yeah. right? And we, we even had an argument on the last podcast. I was saying, fair bump, play on, right? They just, they came together in a straight line, you know, big deal. And, and I actually thought me hitting Jack a few corners earlier was worse, right? And all of, all of our, so me and Fredo had a, we were punching on in the studio and all of the fans are saying, no, oh, that's bullshit. You don't know what you're talking about. What's your take on, on what happened? Oh, the, the wrist, the wrist level, like a deliberate, like when you commit and then the door closes and you hit, it probably, you know, at that level, you know when the door's going to close and you let off the brake and open the throttle. One tip is if you're ever going to hit anyone, let go of the brake and open the throttle. It's always, you always come out better off. Um, but um, look, uh, I think fair play. Jack, if Jack wanted to ruin his day, 100%, he could, he could have ruined his day. But he only wanted to just say, hey. Yeah, smart enough. Yeah, yeah. He, he, could, he could have spanked him much harder yeah. than that, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, I think, like you said, play on. I, I think we need more of it. Well, like, like I said... In fact, I, mean, I expect you, know, you to do it to her we, 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 we all... We all. 
that, that, that wall coming onto the main straight. Can you imagine the carnage you could cause there if you, oh, if you wanted no, to play no, no, hard? I, I think, Safe I think, as houses there. I think it's also fair to say that while you know most of the people in this room do ride motorcycles, we actually don't ride motorcycles. These guys ride motorcycles. The MotoGP guys ride, ride motorcycles. We're just jerking off. Right? We just got two wheels and handlebars, and we think we're quick, you know. So when they talk about stuff like that, it, it pays to listen. All right, what's your favourite track? Gee, that's a question you've been asked a million times. Do you write this shit? It's his favourite track. He gives a no, shit. No, no, the reason, the reason <laughs> I put it in there was because I raced here. Fuck, I, I remember a race meeting here 20 years ago where the weekend before they had the super trucks here. And when we turned up, the place was full of potholes and there was dirt all over the track. It was just a shit fight. And it, it was just disgusting. And then I looked at the, the Wakefield Park Facebook page the other day and last weekend was super trucks. And I think, oh, fuck, the place is going to be a mess. But you're running lap records. The track must be all right. Imagine how fast it could have gone on the super trucks, weren't you? No, no, no. It's, 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 they actually oh, I prepared for the worst. I've seen, it actually started off because there was so many crashes at the start. Oh, the three, the three hundreds went out, and six hundreds. Well, you send them out first just to clear the track, yeah. don't you? And I was thinking, geez, this ain't good. But then I that's the only out. reason MA started the Oceania Junior Cup. Was to send the kids out to sweep the track yeah, for you. Yeah, because yeah. their bones are made <laughs> no, of rubber; they, they don't break easy. They started off the cheap class seven grand, but they make then they get the crash damage bill. And just that's what's paying. That's what's paying for us to race. It's topping it up. It's good. But no, it's um yeah. Look, no, it was it was that part of it was okay. Track was fine. Favorite track. Uh, in a, I haven't ridden a hell of a lot of tracks overseas. In Australia is Phillip Island, obviously. Yep. I go quite well there. And um, yeah, I love Suzuka. You've got three to choose from. I, got, I love um, Suzuka in Japan. <laughs> okay, yeah. When you put a yeah. lap together there, it's an amazing feeling. So, yes. Yeah, do, do you ride on the road? I actually don't even have a road license. Is that something we should go into? I, actually, I, I, um, I, had, I, got this, I had this old scooter. I bought it from Aladala. And I'm actually, I think my mum and the stepdad went and picked it up years ago. It was 380 bucks or something, 93 Honda. Anyway, it's been holding down a garden shed at home and Carlo, who does a bit of photography, needed a scooter and he likes to think he's out of something like Miami Vice or something anyway. So, so it's a retro looking thing. So yeah, we, 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 I started up the other day and got it running. I took it around the, took it around the block and that was the, that was the. That so they should look out for a bloke on a scooter up and down Kangaroo, that, the Macquarie Pass and shit. Yeah. So the, the Australian Superbike champion illegally rode a scooter around the block. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's 49cc. Is that illegal? I don't know. I had an unplate. Probably not. No, no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I don't ride a road. When I was a kid, um, my dad and his mates, it was Saturday after, I think mainly Saturday afternoons, they used to do the Macquarie Pass Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember my dad wheeling it down the inside of this guy. There's a, coming in the last few bends, coming down the hill in the Berry and folded the front. I was in the back, <laughs> right? So I was like, and I was like, and most of those guys are dead now. So I was like, nah, I don't think this is, this, there's something really unsafe about that. So I was only, oh, maybe 12 or maybe 12, I think. So that, that's actually quite. He said true. I was too heavy. I, I, I was better I, I, when I was ten. He said. Well, I know a bunch of you know, guys, you know, racer guys, who have no road license. They just don't do it. Yeah, not interested it's in fuck it, They think it's that's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous and it's boring. <laughs> no, I, I will. I will get my license. I've had my oils a few times. I would like to get my license so I could yeah ride down the cafe and oh be look, one, I, of those, I, I, be one of those wankers well, that you talk about. Well, you are on a you are on a Ducati, so you know. <laughs> you to buy a goddamn Harley Davidson, boy. <laughs> All right, so you've raced for Ducati and Honda and Yamaha and Suzuki, and if we were at Ducati, what's been your favourite bike? 
but besides this one, so besides this bike, what's been your favourite race bike? Um, uh, the 2013 Suzuki was pretty special. I don't know if it was the time and the experience that made it feel special, but we did a lot of fast laps that year and broke, had some breakthroughs with stuff and um, the overall experience. And I still have that bike. Suzuki were kind enough to give it to me. So it's. Um, we could get your license and go yeah, the road. put it back on the road. <laughs> I'm waiting for the classes so I can race some sort of pre-modern. Some you could, class you could hook up with Jalzy and just yeah. know, go cruising on your GSX R thousands. Oh, he's on a beach job now. Tag, get, prostitute the industry some more and tag <laughs> Suzuki for a fucking free Capitola. <laughs> well, 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 that that lobby <laughs> At least the next question. By the, you, by the way, Suzuki's a sponsor of ours. So yeah, no, you, you, you did. You run. Uh, Lewis, Lewis knows where to invest his money. I try to kill myself, and he gives it to blokes like you. That's fine. <laughs> Well, okay, Suzuki. Then, so you rode with Phil Tainton as your team boss for a few years. So, what's it like um, working with someone who's ranked as one of the best race engineers Australia's ever seen? You know, was he all about the technical side, or was was he a good people manager? Did he hold you? Did he? Uh, did he, did uh, he I remember. Help I, I, you get I, I, dressed, yeah. you know. I, um, <laughs> Phil, Phil first offered me my first contract in uh, two thousand one MotoGP. I said, nah. <laughs> oh, you, nah. It was actually your mate. It was Robbie Phyllis. So he, he, I was quite tight with him. I was Robbie right. Phyllis is everyone's mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Facebook, yeah. He just so, can't remember yeah. who his mate's yeah. with. That's just a, he, he, he would turn on you worse than Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure, 100%. But no, nah, no, nah, but he has got a good heart. So I was like, and, and he, it's Robbie Phyllis. Like he's. Sure, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's Robbie yeah, Phyllis. A lot of people don't realize and obviously i've only ever heard robbie's version of most of the story so they're pretty he was pretty oh, good in his, in yeah. his versions but um yeah look so um he was there and he had this other offer to go overseas and do some stuff for patronus and i was thinking that i was going to be probably the next valentino rossi um anyway so that all went good so ever since then every time when i came back racing lynn was always like there's a chair in the garage and a shirt and a hat and she's like it's there when you and you want it and i was like you know and obviously josh and i had a quite a big rivalry and um yeah, it was really good. And then when I went there, they're like, we've won with many riders. We want you to experience that. So it was amazing. It was an amazing feeling. And um, yeah, we had, we had a pretty special bond and still do. I still feel Phil messaged me today, messaged me yesterday. I was at his workshop during the week. Yeah, he's a beaut bloke. Yeah, so, so that part is there. Um, uh, yeah, obviously, it was, uh, yeah, the last time I was at Suzuki was pretty tough. It was, it was pretty tough for me because Phil worked for Josh, yeah. didn't work for me. And he said that to me... I, st- I looked at the negative of that, but it was actually showed his true character because he was so committed to Josh. He's a professional, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. so for me, that was because I wanted, I wanted him. And Warren was fantastic, but when Phil's the boss, the buck always stops at the boss. But Absolutely. Look, it was, um, yeah, as an experience and a good time, loved it. Now, you've, you've obviously had a rival with Troy Herfoss for the last rivalry with Troy Herfoss for the last couple of years. Must, it must feel good coming to Goulburn and beating him like Troy's a Goulburn boy. <laughs> oh, well, the, the, hard, the hard stuff's tomorrow. So, so I don't, like, so Troy grew up here. His parents had, they've just recently moved away. They had a farm. So every Sunday night he would have a few beers. If you had to go there on a Sunday night not having won one of the two races or done, beating him in something, it was a long night. So... <laughs> That, that, that's normally my motivation, so to make sure. You don't I think, so, I think sometimes he felt sorry for me and let me beat him. But, um, yeah, well, hopefully... I, I hopefully don't to- believe that. <laughs> no, hopefully, hopefully tomorrow um, we can get one up on the ledger. So who, go, going back through the years, who are the guys that you've had, those, those kinds of rivals? Not necessarily people that you didn't get on with, but people that you turn up at the track and you go, I've got to beat that prick today. 
Is, oh, is there people that stand out, or is it just I've got to beat every prick today? Oh, it, it, it started off with um, probably it, it, when I first started to get it, uh, like 2000 and, 2009, it started off with, like, with Glenn as my teammate, Aladdin, and then, and then it became Waters, and, uh, and then, so then it became you know, sort of both of them. And then it grew where I was just waters where we were, we were first and second um, for a bit of the time. So, you know, um, Glenn won a championship there. So, like, those were the two main guys. And then, and then it was just when Josh went away, it was just Glenn and I. Um, we, had, we had quite a rivalry there. And, and then, um, and then it, became, it became pretty much since 2014, the end of 2014, Troy and myself, just a pretty healthy, yeah, pretty strong rivalry since then. So, yeah. Tell me something. Is there anyone you you feel unsafe with on the track? <laughs> I mean, apart from myself. What about that Epis prick? No, he's good. Epis he, he, is, is all right. He's all right. So I'd feel unsafe if his dad was still on the track. <laughs> no, he's all right. So no, it's um yeah. Look, no, no, not really un. Un, not really unsafe with um, any anyone really that we ride around. We race. Well, they're, they're all behind you, aren't they? Yeah, so. well, yeah not really. But <laughs> honestly, though, people are like you know, it's only a matter of time before um, before Troy and I potentially both end up on the ground. Uh, if I get through the whole year without that happening, if I finish my career with us finishing every finishing all those tow battles without one of us making a mistake or overstepping the mark, I'll be I'll be a hell of a surprise. So anyway, but um, yeah, no, no, not don't feel scared. Like one, of the, one of the questions we get from our listeners all the time, people always write in and ask about arm pump, right? Everyone's, it, it's like a buzzword, right? Every MotoGP racer blames losing on arm pump. Jack blamed running over Juan Mir on arm pump. Everyone's got arm pump. Well, Jack just had surgery for arm pump. Yeah, so Jack's gone in and had it fixed. You had arm pump surgery years ago. Can you explain for our listeners what it is and what it feels like and how it affects you on the bike? And when you go in and have surgery, what do they actually do? How do they uh, fix it? So um, it just becomes a point where you just you just like a, it's like a claw. You can't like you've got no like smooth throttle connection. It's just it's just the worst feeling. You haven't can't get the can't get the brake pressure that you want. It becomes difficult. So um, they go in. They, they some people only have bottom done. Some people have bottom and top done. They cut the fascia to release the muscle. So basically, the fascia around the muscle makes it too tight, and the blood can't get out or in or whatever. So that's what they do. And then yeah, straight basically after stitches heal, you're ready to ride. Okay, so Jack doesn't have any excuses this next weekend. Well, this weekend didn't did right. Fabio win or finish on the podium last weekend? No, after he had his arm pump done in two thousand and nineteen. Remember? remember? Yeah. So. yeah. so it does work. All right, tell me who is the best rider you've ever seen? Um, you, you've looked at it and got if I if I ride for a thousand years, I'm never going to be that. You talking in Australia or you talking anywhere? Anywhere? anywhere. Who's the best rider you've ever seen? Probably when I look in the mirror in the most mornings. No. <laughs> That's the so, right answer. Yes. No. Um, that BMW team up the back's just going, uh, fuck with. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean at, at all times, um, I don't think everyone always has their best day. The best, the, every, on your best day with everything going your way, you, everyone, everyone, like, well, not everyone, you're going to win, world, but, yeah. but you're going to be the best. The, the, but the most, probably the most talented, the talented, two, yeah, the most talented guy that I've been on track with and ridden with and seen stuff do would, would be, um, would probably be Josh, I'd say Josh Brooks. He would be fairly up there. He's a fairly talented sort of guy. Oh, like all disciplines, not just road race or on a motorbike, things I can see that he does. 
Uh, Anthony, I, I've only ridden on the track with Anthony Gobert a few times, and he definitely wasn't his best, but he's pretty, like, he was pretty impressive. Yeah, back, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, pretty impressive, yeah. very impressive. So, yeah, those two guys would be the standout for me. You got anything else, Barry, or should we let oh, these guys oh, well, I just want to know who he thinks will win MotoGP oh, this yeah. year. <laughs> Rossi, Rossi, Rossi. <laughs> No. Uh, oh, it's nearly too early. It's nearly too early to say. I, I no, 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 no. This is the this is, this is at the at the start of the season. It won't be. It won't. It won't. It won't be a Suzuki, and it won't be. Oh. <laughs> it won't be. I'm pretty sure it won't be a Ducati. Oh. So I think. I think. I think Yamaha. You think one of the Yamaha boys, satellite or factory? <laughs> <laughs> Factory, <laughs> Fact, no factory. I, 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 I think um, Fa- fabulous or Maverick, one of the two. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I think actually, I think Maverick. I'm not a Maverick fan. I'm not ever. I just no, no one is. I think he's that, no fan. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I don't. I don't even think. He's <laughs> Sorry, a fan. he's got one fan. We got a Maverick fan. Yeah, I don't even think he's a fan of himself. You're the one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he likes himself. But no, um, yeah, I think he's. Um, yeah, I think it's. I'm seeing some stuff, and I, I hope. Yeah. 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 So well, he started good. off last year pretty good too, and then he went to shit really quickly. Yeah, but that was only when Rossi threw his bike at him. It's hard with and no. He lost his mojo after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had no brakes. It's a fair. All right, I think we should um, ask the, the good people who came. So where's, where's all our pit crew guys? There's a bunch of you. They're going guys to dr- the drinking <laughs> beer at the bar. Any There's of you guys here. got some questions? No, you're all too quiet. Come on, man, you can eat your pizza later. Let's go. All right, we'll, we'll throw it over to everybody. Stick your hand up if you got a if you got a question for Wayne. I'll come and give you the microphone. Oh, this is going well. Yeah, this is great. I love a responsive audience. Must have answered them all early with our yeah, yeah, we, podcast. We've covered everything, yeah. This bloke's been laughing. You got one? Oh, no, no. I, I'm guilt by association, so I'm not going to be asking any questions. But you're, that's even more important that you do. You know personal shit. No. Oh, oh, uh, oh hang on. Here we do have one. We I, do have I one. do have one personal question. I have a question. I have heard from various sources that you have a ritual a food ritual that occurs after each race. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your food ritual. I, 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 um, I love to go to McDonald's, definitely. That's like, like I do love to do that and I love to probably go between there's five, six, six, six McDonald's between here and five. Yeah, five or six between here and Melbourne. So I would probably stop at least half of those on the way out. Being- like not only for meals, but yeah, for that. but all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. That, that exhaust too heavy on that bike too. <laughs> is that is that happy meals? <laughs> happy meals. Mate, they happy. make me happy. <laughs> I think they made Ann West very happy. <laughs> <laughs> he was complaining. Oh no, he was. He was. Yeah, he, he said today. He said. I do need to lose some weight. He yeah, was complaining fucking... about grip. I was like, yeah. you got to be joking. Have you got? It's good to see him back though. Yeah, I, I think I hope he goes good because he has a great following. It'll be good for our sport, and um, yeah. yeah, it'll come back. Yeah, yeah, the Japanese girls there today. No was... Chinese, mate. <laughs> How do you know? Because they're friends of Patrick's and Patrick's. Oh, okay. Patrick. <laughs> Have you heard? Of... They look Japanese to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just get Bori off the microphone. Who else we got? Here we go. What do you got? What's the biggest challenge of uh, Wakefield for this weekend? Uh, the, Apart from this evening, uh, <laughs> uh, the biggest the biggest challenge um, the biggest challenge will probably just be the the consistency. So, like right at the end, the last five laps are physically they're the biggest challenge. 
So that'll be the one to do. So yeah, yesterday I spent a fair bit of time, long runs, made sure we had the right tyre choice, which I still haven't made a decision. I'll see what the weather's like in the morning and um, yeah, we'll go from there. All right, we've got another one up here. No, <laughs> Seth. How's your thumb, Wayno? Uh, my thumb's good. Well, at a, we're at an Ovali event the other night and um, De- De- Dean, um, he does a lot of work and maintenance on some of the Ovalis and he'd done some for one of the next-gen guys down the back. He's like, can you just take it for a few laps? <laughs> anyway, it came back in a wheelbarrow and um, my, th- my thumb my is very loose in the joint. Oh, so, nice. So, um, oh, did you yeah. say thumb? I thought he said, how was your bum? <laughs> That's what you said. The doctor you, said you want me to get off the microphone, seriously? Just back, back off the microphone. You're making it break up. How many times do I have to tell you this shit? i oh, just yell. Fucking amateur. Who else we got? Anyone else got a question? Here we go. Oh, this will be... Uh, so uh, why did they call you Seth Ray back in the days about 2004, Wayne? I was um, probably a lot more enthusiastic with my riding back in those days. So um, probably my talent outweighed, my, my ambition outweighed my talent. Who else we got? Come on, boys. One of you's got to give him a hard time. I ain't smart enough to give him a hard time. You know, <laughs> Lachlan Eppis isn't smart enough to give you a hard time. It's official now. <laughs> is, that, is that on the track as well? <laughs> Pretty much. He's coming. Come on, Anthony. Give him, give him a hard time. I'm going to be easy. Who's the, uh, who would you rate as the uh, up-and-comers in the junior classes at the moment? Um, uh, of the, in, the, in the OJC or 300 or both, what are you thinking? Um, uh, the, like obviously, um, obviously, I don't pay much attention for the, to. I pay attention to the 300 class, but I don't pay attention to the results. I pay attention to the the commitment and the bikes and the environment that the riders are on because I was for me. I look at my own personal situation. I never had the best stuff. I never had anything. That kid never do nothing. That kid is, you know, it's so. You have to look at everything as a package. Um, so uh, we were just discussing over there about riders, 600s, put them on a superbike and those things. Um, 300 class, um, I think obviously overall, uh, the Carter Thompson's of obviously a good talent. He comes from there. Um, it's difficult to know. Obviously, we see Ben Baker today, you know what I mean? So, But can, can their technique ride the 600? Can it not? Who knows? I think with the... It depends how much money you've got to spend and, uh, yeah, how lucky you are, really. So, yeah, it's, it's up in – I'm non-committal. I wait to see him ride a real bike. Yeah, Maxie, um, when I first met you, I was surprised by how accessible and friendly you were as, as one of my idols growing up. Um, you recounted some stories about when you were a kid and um, your dad cracked the shits with you somewhere and uh, – made a call and basically left you to get home on your own. I can't remember exactly how that went. Yeah, it, it was Eastern Creek. It was, yeah. He, uh, yeah, so it was Eastern Creek and um, something happened with the bike and he's like, yeah, he was, yeah. There was one other time, it was Bathurst. There's a few, there's been a few, been a few times. So most of the time he would turn around and come back, but one particular time he didn't. So I had to find my own way home. So it was, how did I do that? Uh, Brooksy, yeah. Yes, all, right. all right, Wayne. So, should the juniors be riding proddies like you did, with the rules as strict as they are, or what they are now? Oh, I think it's 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 hard to know because either either they have to seal all the engines or they have to do whatever. Like it's so difficult to to know. I think the the 
that there's cheating's always happened. The, 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 the more standard the rules are, the the harder it is to police. So they've got to free it up. So it's a it's a bit easier. But honestly, it's all bullshit because once you get on real motorbikes, it doesn't matter. We got any others? Who else we got? Here we go. Uh, Wayne, Wayne, would you consider? Would you have a go at the classic racing? Cannon, <coughs> oh, Cannon um, Barry Horner gave me a ride on there. Beautiful Irving Vincent. So um, yeah, I was lucky enough to ride the bike, and um, I always said when I finished, when I stopped, ra- I stopped racing. I would stop racing because um, I don't. I've made it this far without getting hurt. So I did fall off their bike two times in one day. So I was like, maybe it's not for me, but I do owe them a bunch of favours, so I might come back to bite me that one. Nice. Wayne, would you like to see your sons go into racing? No. <laughs> no, like, um, whatever, they would, whatever they would choose to do. So um, they're, they're, my mother and father-in-law were probably fantastic sponsors. <laughs> no, um, look, no, it's, yeah, whatever they want to do, I haven't um, encouraged it and pushed it on them or whatever, because um, you really have to want to do it if you're going to succeed in it. So, um, yeah, hopefully, I'd like, I'd be, I don't want them to do it, but if they did it, I'd probably be pretty stoked, so, yeah. <laughs> we got anyone else? Could you be any further away? Kelvin. Martin. How, how do you find, how would you compare racing in a privateer team to racing for a factory team uh it's it's a lot it's a lot different obviously um obviously everyone has to everyone has to be accounted like a lot more um accountable like there's not you know i just can't roll fly in get in the rental car go out to the track say hi go home i have to make a contrib- i have to make a contribution so um look it's a it's a it's a massive task but the the reward is much more like when you succeed because so many people are emotionally committed, I think the reward is, is much greater. So, yeah. So, when, when I come in and see the smiles everyone faces today, it makes, yeah, it makes it, you forget about the hard work. Did we have one over this side? Did someone? You want to ask me? Oh, fuck. Really? <laughs> you, of all people. Come on, well, Shane. Come on, Shane. Wayne, I want to ask you this. You know, you've been riding for how long and you've done everything you wanted to do in the sport and you're right here right now and you're doing what you love. You know, what's it like riding for Craig and all the boys that set out and do everything that they do for you? Um, it's funny because um, I remember watching there at the Grom when I was old of... Um, oh, well, how old have I been then? Would have been 90, maybe... When was the last Grand Prix at Eastern Creek? Maybe 90... 94 maybe and I remember watching um, Craig was racing a proddy right so that's how long that's I've known Craig long before Craig knew me so um, and then obviously uh, yeah so watching him and then watching him through his I was a lot you know Craig was you know having quite a bit more success before I was so I knew that and I never and I've written for other people that have raced but Craig is, is, a, is a lot is a lot different to those things because if I said to him mate I need this part on that bike, and it was ten thousand bucks. He wouldn't even he doesn't even bat an eyelid. Like so, his commitment to it, or if I said, "Man, you need to," like he's driven to Sydney now and back. Like so, 
the commitment, and and that starts as the as the team owner. That starts there, and and I think we've we've surrounded the whole team with everyone's commitment is like that. It's not just that everyone has the same, as I said, emotionally invested, and so that that goes through because you know that if he's doing that, I've got to do that, if not better, and that's so when I go on track, I know I just can't just uh, that's what I have to put on the line every time. We got any others? Any other questions? No? Okay. No, we're done. Wait, we're, what, what we do need to do, yeah. Wayne, do you want to give your sponsors a plug for us? So they, they, all your sponsors spend a lot of money so that we, we can all go racing. To give no, give look, a I tell you, it's honestly, we have some people that, you know, for me, we have some great financial tr- contributors. We have, you know, there's guys over there that own the bikes and we still use them. There's, there's so many people. But it, it's everyone's, like, it's all the support from the other, like, from everyone. It's the, as I said, it's the... It's not. About, it's about the emotional investment. They're 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 on. They sometimes feel like they're on the back. It's that heavy. But like for me, that's it's unbelievable. So it's more about those guys. They all know who they are over there. They're always on board. And um, yeah, it's it's really good. So thank you. Cheers. All right, I think we're done, Barry. Well, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the current reigning Australian Superbike champion. We're honoured to have him here. Thank you so much, Wayne. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. All good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for coming.